This episode is sponsored by Smart Loving and Catholic Marriage Prep. Smart Loving is a Catholic marriage apostolate that provides online courses and resources to support couples through all stages of their relationship. Smart Loving is recognized internationally as one of the most comprehensive range of materials for Catholic marriage formation from discernment to enrichment. Grounded in the theology of the body, Smart Loving honors the unique strengths of men and women called to love and to be loved. Visit smartloving.org to learn more now. Agape Catholic Marriage Preparation invites couples to a deeper relationship with each other and with Christ, one couple at a time. Online on-demand instruction rooted in St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body, combined with personalized mentoring from a trained married couple, builds the foundation for a strong, healthy, Christ-centered marriage between a man and a woman. Visit CatholicMarriagePrep.com to learn more now. Now let's get in today's episode. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino will help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. What's up? This is Rafi and Sarah. And today we are actually going to be answering um, a question, right? Yes. Yes. That's what we're going to be doing. Yes. Um, we, we actually heard this from our community. Um, this is actually an anonymous question, mm-hmm. right? Um, how do you actually commit in a relationship? Mm. But before we actually jump into this this. Uh, this question if you have a question that you would want to submit so that we can answer it on a future episode please do so and go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask again it's journeytomarriage.com slash ask to ask your burning question all right so let's go ahead and jump right in um so somebody asked like how do you actually commit in a relationship and do you want to share a little bit about the context of them asking that yeah so they are afraid mm-hmm. of commitment um, because you know being in a relationship means you have to open yourself up to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and taking the risk of getting hurt uh, but how how do they actually like open themselves up to commit themselves in a relationship because that's that's rough you know that's tough that's like putting stickers on your laptop or on your water bottle or getting a tattoo. You got to commit to those things. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you just you just equated a human relationship with some stickers on a laptop. Yeah, I don't know if man. it's exactly the same thing, but I, I see what you're trying to put down. Yeah, yeah, because we're in a world where we like change and we like options. So the thought of committing ourselves in a relationship especially if you're thinking about marriage which is the commitment then like how do you do that because it's it could be an intimidating thing 
Yeah, and like we see, we see the things even in marriage where the commitment isn't really there. They have prenups where you know people could step away and know that they're protected, and like they're in behind their mind, they're like, oh, like if something goes wrong, I want to be protected. But subconsciously, when you're putting yourself in that position, you're not really committed. You're there's a way, there's a little way out for you. Well, actually, you're committing to the failure. Of the marriage, yeah, yeah. If, if you're not all in, you're not all in. Yeah, and so like we always talk about being all in, but I wanna, I wanna let's share, let's share from our own experience because we can only teach from our own experience since we've got to this this place. Um, but I wanna share my story first because I was a little, I was a little afraid to commit to you just to be quite honest. <laughs> the reason behind that was if, for those who don't know my story, I, I, I ended up breaking up an engagement uh, that didn't go well um, because, yeah, like I, I, I just did, I started to realize through the help of a mentor that, excuse me, that, that relationship was not built on a solid foundation. I'm so gassy for some reason. <laughs> it's, it irritates me. I don't know why I just keep burping when I'm when I get so passionate about a topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I remember when I I got out of the relationship and I started like reorienting my life to to God, and I started calling. I started feeling called to the priesthood. I just wanted to to just be around Jesus because I was. I just started to fall even deeper in love with Him. And I was like, you know what? I, w- I want to be a priest. And uh, I-, I just wanted to continue to pursue that. And then you came into my life. Dun, and dun, I-, dun. I was just like, <laughs> I was just so conflicted. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where, do you- where are you trying to call me, Lord? And mm-hmm. there was a little fear here because I'm like, I don't want to do what I, di- what I did to my yeah. past ex to you and, and I- to this I remember you expressing that to me. Yeah. Um. So you were open and vulnerable enough to share that yeah um but for myself when it comes to commitment my parents were divorced so that's not commitment (laughs) yeah and then all the relationships i were in afterwards were obviously you know i'm not with them now um but i was usually the one to leave because i was afraid of that commitment things were getting a little too much for me and I would come up with some reason like I want to be free and fly and do things my way so goodbye um but then you haven't really had much solid partners as well from the stories that I hear yes toxic relationships and things I can see why you would want to fly and (laughs) run away (laughs) um but with you it was different I started becoming a little bit more open to the idea of being committed to someone for the rest of my life. So, what, yeah, for you, what was the big transition that helped, that allowed you to get over your minds? Because if we think about it, when it comes to committing in a relationship, it's, it's more of a mental and a belief block. Yeah. We have a limiting belief. We have a thought. We have something that's preventing us from actually taking that action. So what did you have to do to... to be willing to commit and actually start into a courtship with me. Right. Um, well, getting into a courtship with you was easy because I was like, oh, let me just like 
be with this guy and if he finds out I'm fake news then he'll leave <laughs> um, but my dad was has been divorced multiple times I shall not share the number um, but it's less it's less than <laughs> Just, yeah okay yeah. well he's been <laughs> besides my mom he's been divorced a couple times and I was like oh is this my my fate am I going to be like my dad because I've also seen my half siblings from my dad who've also gotten divorced, who also had unstable relationships. I was like, this is going to be me. This is going to be my life. I'm going to end up divorced or not with someone. Mm. Um, but then, but then I started going like hardcore into my faith again and feeling worthy of Jesus's love and Mama Mary and Rafi was so loving. I was like, I could be loved and I can love. And I am not my father. Ooh. And that's the, that was the key for me. I am not my father and I, I desire a great and epic love from Rafi and from Jesus. And just because my past relationships failed in the past, just because my dad has failed a lot in his relationships doesn't mean that I have to. Mm. I am a different person and I can create something new for me. That's powerful. That's really powerful. And I'm proud of you for for getting to that point where you could actually believe that because, I mean, I, I haven't experienced being like in a divorced household. Mm -hmm. Like I, my parents are still married to this day and that's what I've been able to kind of see and model. So the fact that you're able to see and experience that traumatic experience, being raised by one parent and still had this belief that was even more powerful than when what you've experienced most of your life, that, that takes a lot of strength. And I know a lot from the grace of God that has helped you there. Mm. Amen. I, yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I totally resonate with that as well. I think the big thing that helped me to start committing in a relationship, especially starting a relationship with you, was not identifying myself with my past relationship, mm -hmm. just starting to compartmentalize, you know, you know, that those relationships failed. And that doesn't mean my future relationships will fail. Mm -hmm. I had to come this, to this idea that like, you know, God is love and God will provide and God loves me. And I know like I meant for love. I meant for connection and that mm. I have to like, I have to know that in my, the core of my identity, right. like I'm not just going to be a loner all my life, yeah. you know, just because I failed. Yeah. We have a, uh this commonality here and it seems like it's when we get so absorbed with the past that kind of paralyzes us mm -hmm. but every day is new every day we can choose to be better every day we can love more we can be open more we can grow we don't have to be stuck and feel guilted by our past mm, yes agreed amen amen <laughs> Another thing that I that like that really grew in my commitment with you was when we were growing together. I think when we started like developing our skills, we started like really learning how to do a relationship well. 
that showed to me, I was like, wow, like you're, you're, you're all into make, trying to make this work. You're all into trying to like defeat the bad habits that you've had in the past and create new habits with me. And I was doing the same thing. And I'm like this, that strengthened my commitment to you Mm -hmm. and like entrusting my relationship with God, knowing that, you know, all the things that we might be going through might not be perfect, but I know that the Lord will will take care of us if we decide to take those next steps. Yeah. Do you want to add something there? Um, I mean, just like another thing for me that helped me to commit more to you was to stretch myself more and how mm. much love I was open to receiving from you because usually we accept um, the love that we think we deserve. And sometimes that's not a lot because of how we view ourselves of our Mm -hmm. self-worth. And I had like a lot of self-worth issues at the the time. I was like, I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really had to like stretch myself and kind of push away those thoughts. Like I am worthy of Mm -hmm. more love than I'm allowing myself to receive and once i was able to do that it just kind of like unlocked this whole new world for myself Mm. and being more committed to you yes that's awesome and i think the last one for me was just when we started our relationship i was all in i was not thinking about oh, I wonder if this could work out with somebody else or, oh, that person's attractive. Maybe I could try and pursue this relationship. Maybe like when I started my relationship with you, I was literally just so laser focused and I'm like, I'm committed to making this relationship work as long as you're committed to making this relationship work. And I think having that mindset, knowing that, you know, I'm going to we're going to make this work. And if it does work, then awesome. We're going to get end up getting married. But if we if we end up putting in this work and then we realize that, no, we don't align on our values and where we're going, then that's totally fine as well. We would do it in a respectful way. But yeah. thankfully, um, it worked out. <laughs> Amen. But, but I think it was because of going all in. So, hey there, Rafi jumping in real quick. Are you a young adult Catholic and want to know the secrets to discerning and preparing for a marriage that lasts a lifetime? If so, we'd like to give you a free gift. Before Sarah and I met and got together, we both experienced our fair share of being in toxic relationships for years, struggling with things like falling in chastity, miscommunication, and always getting into heated arguments. But by the grace of God, finding the right mentors and surrounding ourselves with the right community, we were able to heal from the past, break these unhealthy habits, and learn more positive ways to live out our relationship. We created this free resource called A Simple Guide to Discerning and Preparing for a Holy and Thriving Marriage to reveal some of these secrets that have transformed our relationship as well as the relationships of Catholics we've mentored on their journey to marriage. Go to journeytomarriage.com gift to grab this free gift now. See, this free guide answers the biggest questions we hear from young adult Catholics discerning and preparing for marriage, sharing practical tips that you can easily implement today and produce incredible results for your relationship. So if you are a young adult Catholic that's tired of struggling to figure out this whole journey to marriage alone, I would like to instead 
navigate this journey with more confidence, clarity, and peace. Then go to journeytomarriage.com slash gift to grab your free gift now. All right, let's go back in today's episode. For for those who are listening and for the person who is actually um, who asked this question, hopefully you you hear some trends from our story of like how do you actually commit? I think the big thing here, um, especially if you struggled in the past, if you had bad relationships in the past, or maybe your parents didn't model a good relationship or marriage to you, I think the first thing is realizing what are those thoughts, what are the belief patterns that are actually preventing you from committing? Because if you continue telling that negative story about I'm not worthy or my past relationship fails, so then this relationship would fail. Like if you continue telling yourself these stories, well then of course that's going to be a reality because you're going to act from that, that mindset. And when you, when you act from a place of um, scarcity and a lack, nothing good, nothing fruitful bears, bears from that. But what's the truth here, right? The Lord wants abundance for our lives. The, the Lord desires love and connection for our lives. And like that's, that's the truth. And we have to combat the, the lies with this truth and telling us this truth over and over and over again. Yes, love takes risk. Love, there's vulnerability there. And sure, there's a downside if, if the, your, the vulnerability gets taken advantage of. But then the upside of it is finding the love of your life. We, Sarah and I had to take that risk to be 100% vulnerable, and here we are now. Like, we get, we're married, we, get ki- we have kids, and it's, like, literally the best life ever. Um, and that can happen for you, but you have, to, you have to, like, manage the stories and the mm-hmm. limiting beliefs. And opening yourself up to take those risks, to be hurt. Um, because you do desire love mm-hmm. and to pursue it, sometimes we're going to have to get hurt along the way. Yes. And then uh, the second, I think hopefully a good takeaway here for, for you is you've got to go all in. All in. Like when you're, when you're boyfriend and girlfriend, this is not lollygagging. This is not like, oh, let's see if it works and if it doesn't work. Like, you know, dabbling. Yeah. There's people in relationships that just dabble. They're like, oh, if it works, then it works. If it doesn't, then eh, I'm going to try another person. But the thing is that that that's the that's literally the thing that we're trying to combat with our ministry. That type of dating is going to set you up for divorce. Mm. If you're finding somebody and breaking up and finding somebody and breaking up, finding somebody and breaking up. In an like, unhealthy way. Yeah. If you're doing that, of course, you're setting yourself up for failed relationships in the future. That is literally the recipe for failure. And unfortunately, secular culture, they have that. Like, that's the hookup culture. We're dating somebody. We're having sex with them. We're, we're building this emotional bond, and then we're breaking up with them. Mm. And we're going to do it again, and then we're breaking up with them. And we're going to do it again. And that's why people are not committing. That's why people are not getting married. Hopefully, you're, you're hearing this message, and you're understanding the scale of why dating the right way is the key to solving the the world's problems because yes. how the world is dating right now is not there. So commit like when you're in, all in, g- go all in. Don't like no put the blinders on. 
know this person at a deep level, be 100% vulnerable with them. Uh, this goes on both ends and work towards trying to make it work. But if you're all in and you realize that, oh, you know what? We're, we're not in alignment, then that's totally fine. At least you played full out in that relationship. At least you, you were focused on trying to make it work. And again, like you could take that, those skills, you could take that experience and enter into a new relationship. But having this idea of, oh, I'm going to start this relationship, but then I'm going to be open to others because this person might be something I'm interested in. This person might be like that mentality, that mindset is literally the reason why people are struggling around the world. And we don't want you to struggle. Um, we've been there and we don't want you to, <laughs> we don't want you to be there. And that's the reason why we started this podcast, why we started Journey to Marriage to, to make sure you, you journey to marriage without all the challenges that we had to experience. So yes. is there anything you want to you share before we sign off? Nah, you you said it all, man. Nah, man. Good you job. said it all. Amen. 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 All right. So speaking <laughs> of commitment, uh, before we actually jump off, uh, we are hosting the Catholic Courtship Summit. And we've been talking about it these past uh, couple of weeks, right? Yes. Um, but now it's one week away. Yeah. From the time that this is posting, we're literally one week away Woo-hoo! from it going live. This is insane. We have people registering from all over the world and we have such amazing speakers lined up like jason everett christopher and wendy west lisa cotter uh father thomas morrow which is the, the author of christian dating in the godless world you need that book like it's like the people that came on and if you were to think about this to hire them to speak at an event or to even get an hour of your of their time to, to just get mentorship from, you would have to spend hundreds, if not even thousands of dollars for certain, certain of these people that um, are speaking at this event. But we were able to persuade them to share their things for free. And like, this is one of those events to not just let go. Like this is, this hardly ever happens. And now you get that expert mentorship and guidance through the Catholic Courtship Summit. Yes. And, uh, so register for the Catholic Courtship Summit because you're going to attend and you're going to hear all these amazing talks. And we really hope that from whoever you listen to, that the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you through them. And it's going to give you the peace and the clarity that you've been looking for, that you've been needing to be answered. So it's going to be great. It's free. It's three days. And there's so many speakers. So you're not going to want to miss this because we don't know when we're going to do the next one. So get it now. Yeah. And I mean, this is, again, courtship is that committed relationship stage. Like how do you date? How do you intentionally date to figure out if they're the one so that you can actually get married um, without wasting time? Right. That's literally the question that we're answering at the summit. So um, if you haven't already, go to CatholicCourtshipSummit.com, grab your free pass. There's an opportunity where you can upgrade to the VIP all access pass because for those three days, you'll only get access to those um, talks. But if with the VIP all access pass, you actually get lifetime access to all the talks. You get coaching from me. You get coaching from Matt and Aaron Ingold, who are mindset coaches, Catholic mindset coaches, and so much more. 
Um, and plus a percentage of all the sales are going to be going do- towards chastity projects. So Woo-hoo. you're not just helping yourself. You're helping young people grow in chastity and live authentic relationships, live authentic love and experience that. Um, secondly, we launched a collaboration t-shirt with Catholic Run Supply. Um, and this is really powerful t-shirt where it says, be not afraid. This is a message that speaks so uh, boldly for a lot of you who are still on your journey where you're seeing people not getting married because bottom line, people are afraid. They're afraid Mm -hmm. of commitment. They're afraid of the challenges that, that marriage, yes, it has. Um, but what happens when you live in a, a life of fear? You live a life of mediocrity. And that's mm-hmm. not what the Lord is calling any of us to. He He calls us to not be fearful. And Pope St. Paul II had a really amazing quote. And this shirt is inspired by his quote. So if you want to grab that t-shirt and just to remind you of how to live your life and yes. boldly proclaim it with those you, you see boldly. every single day. Um, go to catholicrunsupply.com and use the promo code be not afraid and you get $5 off of that t-shirt. It's limited edition. It's only going to be sold le- leading up to the summit and the end of the summit. And once that's done, we're probably not going to be selling this anymore. So yes, be not and then you want to talk about the prize contest giveaway? Yes. So we are doing a big prize contest giveaway. And so we're going to be giving away like a VIP all access pass, ooh, um, a summit shirt, the Be Not Afraid shirt, stickers, journals, and keychains. Um, so here's what you got to do. You have to rate and review our podcast and then screenshot it before you post the review and send us an email at hello at dreamtomarriage.com and you will be entered into this prize contest giveaway. Yes. Uh, screenshot and send us the screenshot. Oh, what I say? You just email. You just said email us. Oh. It's like hi, hi. Matthew and Sarah. Give me the give me the free prizes. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Ultimately, thank you in advance for all of you who have been posting reviews on our podcast. This helps us to reach more young adults on their journey, uh, so that we can help them get married and stay married. Like that is our mission. That is the the plan, and we have the plan. We have the. We've went through this whole journey and we want to share with you the easy way, yes. the shortcut um, to well, success. Not the easy, but the... It's the easier the way than trying to do way. it yourself. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say that. True. Um, so hopefully this helps. Hopefully you got some value from this episode. So we're praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. Let us know your thoughts about this episode by sending us a DM on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Also, do you have a burning question about relationships and marriage that you'd want for us to answer in a future podcast episode? If so, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your burning questions to us for a chance to get it answered in a future episode. Again, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your question now.